When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Chris Ballas from the Wolverine.com, the Michigan Insider. He was at the Big House on Saturday, last Friday. Chris and Doug Skeen, they were honest. They thought it was too tough of a team to overcome. A lot of people did. I I almost was a lone wolf out there on Facebook and Twitter predicting a Michigan win. But the one thing Chris did talk about, if Michigan did this, this, and this, they would win. And they did that, 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 and more. <laughs> And just kicking the Buckeyes' butt. The score was very misleading. The crowd was as loud as I've ever heard it. You were there, Chris. And I said this after the game in a tweet I and a Facebook post I have pinned right now. That that day, the complete day, the game, the post-game celebration was a defining moment for any Michigan fan, player, or coach. It really was. Yeah, and it needs to be going forward. And that's what Cade McNamara, Michigan's quarterback, said in the postgame. He said, it's not about one win. It's about we've done it. Now we've got to continue to do it and build on it, just like the 1969 team did. And and a lot of the old-timers that we talked to, Bill, said the same thing. They were at both of those games, and they said it was very similar, that, okay, this is the start of something. As Jim Harbaugh said, it felt like the beginning. Yeah. Now he later yeah. said that he, later he said he felt like uh, the beginning of something maybe this season. But you could tell he was talking about, long term here because they finally played close to their best game in this rivalry which had been missing and when I knew they had a chance Bill I saw them in the post in the pregame when they were warming up there was something palpable it was in the air and you could sense that they thought they were going to win and then when when they went in the tunnel at halftime Bill and I saw your tweet on that and they were chirping at those guys like okay and Ohio State was looking back like okay what is this they punched the bully in the mouth and uh, and those guys did not get up so uh, credit to that. Really, the atmosphere was amazing. The crowd was amazing. One of the best I've ever heard. Literally one of the best two or three atmospheres I've ever seen in the big house right up there with that night game against Notre Dame, Bill. It was unbelievable. Chris Miles on the Wolverine.com joining us. You can follow everything Michigan leading up to the Big Ten Championship game Saturday night against Iowa. We'll get to that in a moment at the Wolverine.com. Also, they have a huge deal to sign up right now for a buck. But that video... Well, when I saw it right after the game, Herb Street had tweeted it out real early, and no one got on it because the game was going on, right? And I saw it from Herb Street's feed from around halftime, and the sound of Michigan coming up the tunnel, and you know, and the Ohio State players turning around like going, "What the?" And the yeah. way Michigan, it wasn't, it wasn't Miami, of Florida, and. Uh, you know, Notre Dame-esque, it was just the noise they were making that we're coming, that you're, you're not going to win. The, it, it's a goosebump for any sports fan. I don't care who you root for. Unless you're an Iowa State fan, you probably won't like it. But if, <laughs> if you watch, and I have it pinned, Ed Huge Show on Twitter, if you watch and listen to it, and there's a few choice words, and a couple of Ohio State guys flipped the bird, but it was the sound as a team that – they were making was as intimidating within the boundaries of football um, sportsmanship 
as you'll ever hear or see. It really was. Yeah. And people, uh, you know, we used to be scared to come into the big house and play a Michigan team like that, and they haven't been for a while now. But you could tell it was intimidating. And you could tell by the way that Ohio State started that game. They had some bad snaps when C.J. Stroud was going to the line and, and some quick snaps. Crazy enough, all those bounces went their way again, Bill, on the fumbles. The, the ball was on the carpet three times, and they got all of them back. It's unbelievable how that works. They made some unbelievable catches. If they hadn't, and you, you and I were talking about this off the air, this could have been a, a four-score game. It was uh, really Michigan dominated that much. They faced two-third downs in the second half in scoring uh, touchdowns on just about every drive and ended in victory formation. Those two-third downs were penalties by Ohio State, so they didn't even count. So technically, they didn't even face a third down in the, in the second half. That was an official play. And they just mauled them up front. And I, that was one of the things I said had to happen was they needed to control the ball on the ground. They needed to stop Ohio State's running game, which they did. And I don't know if you've seen the tweets with Aiden Hutchinson. He looked like Jefferson from Fast Times at Ridgemont High out there. <laughs> he was telling them that he was coming. Oh. And there was well, there's one clip Damn. where he tells the left tackle, I'm coming at you and then he bulldozes him and puts him on his butt and gets to the quarterback. It was amazing. Uh, that's something that kid's going to leave a legend. Uh, you know, he already set the sing- single season sacks record. Think about how many more he'd have if they actually called holding anymore and was absolutely dominant. He will be a top three pick uh, and he's still got at least one game, to p- two games to play. And in his mind, they're going to be playing three. Yeah, one footnote Jeff Risden, one of our Lions insiders, said you have to put Aiden Hutchinson in the conversation for the overall number one pick, and just think uh, what an image boost Hutchinson would be for the Lions, not only helping them on the defensive line and getting somebody to get after the quarterback, but... Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Uh, Just the fact how he could sell an offseason after uh, what they're going through right now, which I don't think is going to get any better, courtesy of Dan Campbell. I don't know the rules and I don't know how to coach. (laughs) <laughs> don't wish that evil upon that kid. That kid needs to go somewhere else, no. man. I'm sorry. I'm no. jaded, Bill. I'm jaded. Do not wish that evil on me. No, hey, I'm jaded by back-to-back timeouts. I'm jaded that Matt Nagy had the team <laughs> quit on him on a short week, and the Bears still found a way to win that game. And Andy Dalton, like the Lions do, with any Bears quarterback who's soon to be released or cut, they make him look like he deserves a $100 million raise. And how do you go for it on fourth and two early in the year from like your own 40? But then when you've got one chance, you got one oh, chance, Bill, down there. I mean, we could talk about that for an hour. He's, you know what, Dan Campbell, the photos they showed of him accepting the job on hiring yeah. day to now after the game, uh, we've seen it. Dan Campbell is inexperienced as a head coach, and it shows. And I don't think it's going to get better. And, and the people saying, oh, he, he needs time to rebuild, I'm thinking – Wait a minute. Your issues were on defense. Yeah, you lost Stafford. We thought Goff would be serviceable, and and he wasn't, and he isn't, and you have to deal with it. But to say this is a full-blown rebuild because we lost Matt Stafford and some wide receivers who weren't healthy most of the time outside of uh, Marvin Jones, 
Uh, I'm not buying this excuse for three or four more years. I'm not. This is the yeah. NFL. Campbell makes, what, five, six, seven million bucks a year to coach. You have to know the rules. You had all offseason for strategy to evaluate talent. Don't tell me, well, they're they're flipping the roster. I don't want to hear that crap. I don't. He looked like a guy who hasn't coached before. Oh, no, he does. And it, it's getting worse. <laughs> it's getting worse. It it's me. You know, part, week. part of me, I, while I'm watching the Thanksgiving game and I was burping up the, the stuffing and the gravy, and I wrote a little note. Oh, I'll read it to you quick. Dear Matt, we miss you. Love huge. <laughs> And that was to Matt Patricia. How about Caldwell? How about Jim Caldwell? Oh, no, no, no. Here's my Jim Caldwell note that I sent later that day because I felt I needed to reach out to former coaches. Dear Jim, can you please get the hell back to Detroit? <laughs> Love Bill. He's the best coach Michigan that the Lions ever had. He's our, he's our Vince Lombardi. Him and Fox. Exactly. Oh, God. Yeah. All right. So yeah. uh, before I let you go, uh, quickly, uh, and we'll talk more later in the week about – the Big Ten title game, Michigan and Iowa Saturday night in Indy. Uh, ticket demand is going crazy like I uh, projected last week and predicted. Uh, this will be the toughest ticket maybe to watch Michigan ever play a game Saturday. It's crazy. Yeah, and you know what? It's the first time that they've been to Indy. You and I have been talking about this forever, and it's a short drive. And uh, when they were in Atlanta for the Final Four, the demand was crazy. You couldn't even get a ticket on the secondary market for less than $1,000, and that was in a 75000 dome. Uh, it was nuts. In, in Atlanta, this is going to be worse than that. Only 11000 allotted for Michigan fans. So you're going to be sitting up in the nosebleeds for probably 400 bucks if it comes to that, if you want to be there. But there are people willing to pay that because they've been waiting for this for a long time. And Iowa travels pretty well, too. There's no question about it. So it's going to be a tough one. Uh, everybody, I can't tell you how many texts I've gotten, and my advice to them is uh, cozy up in front of the TV and get a, get a new big screen TV for the amount of money that you could be paying for tickets and enjoy it in the comfort of your own home because it's going to be really, really hard. Chris, all week long we'll be talking to the team for the Wolverine.com, getting the latest on Michigan preparing for the Big Ten Championship with a win off to the college football playoff. Thanks for the update. We'll talk later this week. You bet. Thanks, Bill.